Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to the Absolutely Not Podcast, where we do the most and the least at the same damn time. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of the Absolutely Not Podcast. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. Happy Memorial Day week. It's Memorial Day, which means we need to remember everyone. It, what is Memorial Day is when you memorialize, is like veterans? Like, like you, let's look it up. Memorial Day meaning. You are memorializing... Okay, remembrance of those who have died in service to our country, which is can be confusing with Veterans Day. And you know what? This is just also a remembrance that and a reminder I did not serve in the military. So <laughs> oops. No, but for real, happy Memorial Day. I'm not making light of anybody who served, but it is a little confusing the difference between Veterans Day. But anyways, hey, if you've put on camo before or been in the Navy or the army, or if you're a green beret, thank you. Cause you know what? I couldn't do that job. You want to know why? Cause I'm a little baby back bitch. I could never do that job. Actually, you know, I've never really thought about it. I might be decent. You know what I mean? I'm not, I mean, I'm not as good as y'all, but I am good under pressure. I'm strong. Not right now though. My back is out. I'm easily injured. I'm a little weak. I am physically a little bit weak right now. So I don't know if I'd make the cut, but I'm yeah, I'm not disciplined. I was going to say disciplined. I'm absolutely not disciplined. I'm disciplined like I go to work, like I'm a workaholic, but I'm not disciplined in like get up and exercise. You know what I mean? Make your bed. Those things, I don't, there's no routine there. Regardless though, the Navy, Air Force, I would thrive. You know I thrive. And that's where we're going to end with that conversation. Anyways, I hope everyone's doing fantastic. Love you, mean it. Hope everybody had a nice extra day off. And if you didn't have a day off, well, welcome to my world. I've worked every fucking holiday since, you know, flag day. So I get it. But if you did have a day off, God is good. God is blessing you. We are all here. Speaking of blessings, I, you know, I'm on the road to recovery since I threw out my back. And I went and saw a body work specialist that was suggested to me by my friend, Jenny. She's like, she's, this woman's great. She's fantastic. Let's call her Tamara. 
just for uh, shits and giggles. And I love it. You know, I've, I've told you I love massage. I love any sort of quote unquote body work. I would let the line cook at a Panda Express take a handful of vegetable oil and rub down my calves in a food court at the mall if, you know, if they wanted to. I, I, I let anybody touch me. I've never understood people who don't like to be rubbed, who don't enjoy massage. I am, you know, I'm comfortable. I'm out there. Call me a freak, if you will. But I went to this woman's house today and her Tamara, let's call her Tamara, showed up to the, the therapeutic session at 1030, walked out of there at 1 10 p.m. You do the math, seven hours. And it was amazing. Not only did we talk about how we're both saved in the blood of Christ, but it was a physical awakening, a spiritual awakening. I mean, this was one of the most bad bitches I've ever met. And, you know, we're talking about the life, my life, our stressors. We're doing deep psoas work where you hold your trauma. She's down there making sure the L5 and the L4 are aligned. And the next thing you know, we're both crying over how much we love our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And sometimes you got to let it out. You got to leave it on the table. You know what I mean? Leave it on the table is what poker players say. Leave it on the table is what religious masseuses say. And it wasn't like she was, you know, pushing anything on me. We just happened to, she said, hey, can I ask, you know, do you believe in Jesus? And I said, I do. And then she said, me too. And then the next thing you know, we were singing hymnals. And just when Jesus says, yes, nobody can say now. So anyways, I've had a wonderful day. I came in here, didn't even put my bra back on. So tits are loose. Have I, I, This is one of the first podcasts on air I've ever done. Just titties out. Nipples to the floor. But you know what? I feel good. I feel light. I feel that I'm in the healing stage. And I'll tell you what. I think I said this two weeks ago when I initially got hurt. This has been a wake-up call. Okay? You know me. I'm full throttle McGee is what they called me in high school. Full throttle McGee. And if you don't take care of yourself now, and if you don't do little things, implement little things in your life to make sure that you're, you know, setting yourself up for success, next thing you know, you're going to be face down at LaGuardia in a pool full of failure, having a small Filipino man pushing a wheelchair to your flight to Pittsburgh. So if you can be the you today, you want to be tomorrow, start Pilates, do some therapeutic work. Okay. Get your life together. Maybe on a random Tuesday, let your tits go free and just shake it out, brah. I also love that I'm wearing a new sweatshirt from Show Me Your Moo Moo. Shout out to Show Me Your Moo Moo, one of my favorite brands. And it just says Montauk. Because I don't know if you know this, but I have been adding to my vision board a trip to the Hamptons. And Tina and I are in the, the thick of figuring out where to stay, what to do. A lot of y'all reached out about us bunking up with you. Well, I appreciate that. I am bringing my child, Robin McMahon. So there will be a toddler at the house. So I don't want to put that on anybody. We will... Um, you know, when you have a 75-year-old redhead, sometimes you got to keep her in your own house. You know what I mean? But we're going. After the Radio City show, we're going to go to the Hamptons for a week. And I'm ready to rub elbows with, you know, a, a lot of rich people. I'm ready to rub elbows with, you know, 17 of the Baldwin children because I feel like they'll be out there. You know, honestly, check in, see how they're doing. I want to see Elaria at Pilates. I would like to see Bethany Frankel spiraling at a Dollar General somewhere out in like Amagansett. I don't know, but I, I want to be in the mix. When you think Hamptons, I want you to say Heather. When I say Hamptons, you say Heather. 
that is the vibe we're going for. I want to go out to Gurney's and Montauk and take my top off and eat crab claws and, you know, probably get barfed on by a 25-year-old who goes to Buckley. Like, if that is not the weekend I'm having post-Radio City, I'll be disappointed with myself. And even though, you know, I was transformed spiritually during my bodywork massage today by this woman named Tamara, I, I am willing to you know, go out and lay some hands on some people who need it out in, in East Hampton and Montauk and Amagansett and Southern Hamptons and Charlie Hampton. I don't know. There's a lot of different areas that I have never been to. I've been to East Hampton once and it was lovely. And I remember, I think a bagel and a coffee at, at Citarella, is it Citronella? Citarella was $47. And if you don't think that I plan on going to every establishment in the Hamptons and just walking in and going, too expensive, just bitching that it's too expensive, just yelling, this is insane, inflation, prices are too high, but then still doubling down and buying more food than I need, then you don't, you must not know me. If you had a wild Memorial Day weekend and you want to reset yourself and really just set yourself up for success in general, you need to be on that AG1 by Athletic Greens. I gave AG1 a try because I wanted to feel better and I have been on it for over a year now and it's great. I actually take it. I really do. Like genuinely, truly, AG1 is the freaking best. It helps with immunity. It helps with gut support. It helps me just sleep better at night. I just feel good when I take it. Y'all, I will tell you this right now. I see such a huge difference. The mornings I don't take my AG1, I'm not going the way I should be. I'm not feeling like I got a little pep in my step, a little boost of energy, just feeling an overall wellness. One scoop in water every day gives you 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food source ingredients of the highest quality that give me major benefits like gut and mood support boosted energy, and even healthier looking skin, hair, and nails. My AG1 is delivered to me every month, so it's been super easy to maintain that daily habit. I also get the single serving travel pack, so I never have to miss a day. I just mix the powder in ice cold water and drink it first thing in the morning. That's it. With AG1, taking good care of my body each day has really been that simple. If you're looking to make an easier way to take supplements, Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com absolutely. That's athleticgreens.com absolutely. Check it out. You're going to love it. It's my jam. Athleticgreens.com absolutely. Give their AG1 a try. You're going to love it. Just trust me. One scoop in water a day. You're going to be good to go. Love and light. You know what I love? A little family drama. I love stirring the pot, and I love America's favorite family, the Kardashians. Listen, the Kardashians are back on Hulu. This is season three, baby. Watch the all-new season of the Kardashians. New episodes Thursday only on Hulu. The world's most famous matriarchy is back for the most intimate look yet inside the family empire. This season, the women work to strike a balance between their extremely successful lives as business people and their very, very personal lives. And themes that will emerge, you'll have entrepreneurship, sibling rivalry, newfound love, family growth, juggling business, motherhood, family, and more. My God, I'm doing all of the same things. Can't wait till I get my reality show. We'll see each of these six women more up close and personal more than ever as they continue to evolve what it means to be a Kardashian. What does it mean to be a Kardashian? Well, I'm tuning in to season three on Hulu so I know what the hell's going on. Listen, don't miss season three of The Kardashians. New episodes Thursdays only on Hulu. I promise you it's going to be a thrilling, wild season. I am so excited to see what happens with everybody in the family. Also, Kim single again. Where is she? I don't know. You'll have to tune in and check it out. I can't wait to see what she's up to, what Chris is up to, what all the girlies are up to. Slaying, being bad bitches, doing the damn thing.
Again, that is new episodes on Thursday, only on Hulu. Kim, Chloe, Courtney, you know, all of them. Just all of them. Can't wait to see you. And hey, Chris, you know, you're doing the damn thing. Again, don't miss season three of The Kardashians, new episodes Thursdays, only on Hulu. Want to give the biggest shout out to the people of Boston, the people of Rhode Island. We had so much fun at the Boston show, at the Rhode Island show. My mom came to the Boston show. You know, you know that's her part of town. And it was insane. We did another tour. I call it the trauma tour instead of the trail of tears. It's the trail of trauma. We walked my mom through the Nath End. If you don't know what the Nath End is in Boston, it's like, like Little Italy, basically. So we went to Mike's Pastry. We went to the Modern. The line at Modern Pastry was too long. So we got some Mike's Pastry. My mom was giving us a real tour of the, sh- the sightseeing, if you will. And every corner was just more traumatic about her childhood. She's like, on that corner, I gave some guy named Paulie a hand job so that he would uh, give me a ride home because my parents left me because they were drunks. Like that's, that's basically the tour that we got all weekend. So while it was very triggering for Robin, I was just, you know, I, I could sit back and eat some popcorn and just take it all in because Robin was unhinged and insane. And then we went to Rhode Island and she let me know. She's like, I wanted to go to RISD, but my dad dropped me off at Rhode Island School of Design and said, hey, you better fi- if you think I'm paying for this, you better figure out how to get home. And then I had to hitchhike home at the age of like 15. So again, every time Robin does something nutty, I think, you know what? It, it was a trail of trauma. And I'm glad... She's a stronger person today because of how boomty her upbringing was in Boston. But I, we walked into the theater in Boston and these IATSE guys, so they're union guys in the theater, you know, the theater are part of a union. So you have like stage hands, lighters, gaffers, carpenters, all that. They're all a part of a union. And when you go into some of these old union houses, you don't know what you're going to get. Like I'm in the union. I'm in the writer's union. We stand firm. We're striking. I'm in the actors union, you know, but you never know what you're going to get with some of these theater guys because they've been working this job for 40 years. We walk in to the most warm, lovely Bostonian men. Literally, I was getting hugs. Three security guards were like all Goombas from Italy that had bald heads. They were all named Ronnie, every single one of them. The ages like 40 to like 75. They were all in suits. I mean, it was so amazing. And there was just something about being in Boston, doing the show with my mom who had just given me the trail of trauma. And we were laughing our fucking asses off. And these guys were backstage just like, you're the best. And I'll tell you right now, I know that I give a great show, but I know I give a fucking fantastic show when I walk off the stage and I have a 57-year-old man from Boston in a flogging Molly t-shirt that just gives me a hug and literally goes, funniest shit I've seen in years, go socks. And that fills me with the light of the Lord. And I kikied with these guys backstage and we laughed our asses off. So I want to give a big shout out to the Colonial Theater at Emerson. You're running a tight ship there. Everyone was great. And I hope I can perform there again. And big shout out to the people of Rhode Island. You know, I'm fighting with Taylor Swift. I'm not fighting. Okay, don't take that out of context. But everywhere I go, she goes. So like if I'm doing a show one weekend, she's there too. And I want to say we've been selling these bitches out. So you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? But my heart went out to the Swifty fans that weekend because we're driving up to Rhode Island and we're white knuckling the entire way in the expedition. I mean, we got an hour and 10 drive. It is full hail, you know, sleeting rain on the way up to the to the show. And we're passing Galette, not Galette, Gillette. I don't know why I call it Galette. It's Galette a pastry. 
Galetta Pastry. That's where my sweet treat, fat ass mind goes to. Gillette Stadium and the, the the traffic to get to the stadium and it's pouring rain, you know, was at, out of control. And it rained the entire night. I'm doing and Here's the thing. I'm just saying, if Taylor Swift is performing the same night as me in any city, just so you know, rain or shine, I'm in a covered theater. So if you're a little more sensitive to weather, come on in. Come come giggle a little bit. But anyways, shout out to Tay Swift for just, you know, doing the Lord's work and performing during essentially a tropical storm. You know, I do the Lord's work a lot. I've, I've performed through COVID, through the vaccine, through the stomach bug, through now a, a fully broken back, a ripped uterus, an ovarian flip. Like I, you know... I show up and show out. So really, I'm not comparing myself to Taylor. I'm just saying we have a lot of similarities. But anyways, my girl and I have been in all the same cities performing at the same time. And people will be like, I'm coming to you one night or I'm coming to Taylor Swift. But on the front row of the show, which is the most expensive seats, there were like four seats missing, completely sold out show in Boston. And I found out that these hoes ditched me for Taylor Swift. And let me tell you what, let me tell you what, I probably would have done the same thing. So not mad at you, but... uh. <laughs> left a hole in my heart. Anywho, we had a great time. I love the city of Boston. I love Providence. We ate at a great restaurant. It was all, it was fancy. The Bay Garden, the Garden, the Bay Garden, Bayberry Garden. I never know the name of these places, but it was phenomenal. Great food, great wine. Boston's got great food. Oh, we ate at this restaurant. Big shout out to Chickadee, okay? Chickadee. Whoever's doing your menu, your chef, phenomenal food. All right. It's over in kind of like the, the design Southie industrial side of town, beautiful wine menu, beautiful, just everything. Y'all check out Chickadee in Boston. It was chef's kiss. Fantastic. What else is going on? I'm just gearing up. This is my first week off. I don't know what to do with myself. I mean, I have been able to do a couple domestic bliss things. I did, however, run my car. I was so excited to take Macaroni to her first day of doggy doggy daycare that I put her in the back seat. Riggs was with her. I didn't even look, did not even look to see if the garage door was open. And I slammed into my garage door, full throttle. It just went 100 miles an hour backwards. And so we need a new garage door. Oh, yeah, this happened this morning. Tina's at the desk. This happened this morning. My garage door, my garage door, kaputs. So no damage to the, the least Audi, thank God. It did open. It, it is able to open, but I have to manually close it. <laughs> yes. So just so y'all know, I, and, and I got to give, give a big shout out to, to moms. You know what I mean? Y'all do this shit every day. It was 730. I knew the rug cleaning guy was on his way. I was excited to take little macaroni to her first day. I mean, I was anxious. I had no bra on. You know, I was in the Birkenstocks. I'm probably slipping and sliding. And I got in and I don't know how moms do this. I really don't know how you do it. You know, you're so usually excited to get the little fuckers out of the house because you're ready for, you know, a half day to yourself just to sit in silence and, I don't know, drink a martini. I was excited to get out of the house, drop my little girl off, and then go do three and a half hours of body work with some born-again Christian named Tamara. You know what I mean? And I, I don't know how you mommies do it every day. I don't know how you drop those little angels off and don't just weep. I wasn't even mad about the garage. I called my husband. I said, well, we need a new, new garage door. And he goes, eh. You know what I mean? It's like, you got to pick your battles. What are you going to get upset about? As long as the thing can shut, I'll park in the driveway. You know, and as long as the least Audi wasn't damaged, that's all we're really worried about. So anyways, but shout out to all the moms out there that are doing these drop-offs. But listen, school's out. I know if you're up north, school doesn't get out till the end of June. But if you're down in the south, dude, graduation was like April 1st. 
And I, I see the kids, the country club pools are filling up, son. And if you don't think that I will be at my country club pool harassing drunk mommies this weekend, then you must not know who I am. I can't wait. It's my favorite day of the year. It's the first pool day. Everyone's there. You know what I mean? All the kids are dialed in the swim team, dialed in. The moms have been at the pool since 6 a.m. They go to a tennis lesson. They come back hammered. And then from about two peak sun, 2 to 4.30, I'm getting rip-roaring drunk on my ties and white wine seltzers with all the, the tennis swim team mommies. And that is my favorite day of the year. It's that first rip the Band-Aid put on the Speedo and get out there to that country club pool. So anyways, shout out to all the parents out there doing it. Also shout out to anybody who wants to create year round school. I know that's also nice, but anyways, we're good. Yeah. Destroyed my garage, you know, but I, but you know what, then I went to that body work massage today and I just felt truly a a calming sense of it's going to be okay. We're fine. At the end of the day, it's materialistic things. You know, I'm an easy breezy gal. I shop at Old Navy. But yeah, do I like a expensive couch? I sure do. I like expensive interiors, but I don't know why I put such cheap things on my body. But it's also because they fit. Also, big shout out to Zara. I don't know who needs to hear this, but Zara's got some really great stuff right now. So just get on that app. Download, not sponsored. Would love a discount, though. Anywho, we got a lot of voicemails to get into. So Let's get into them. As always, you can call into the hotline 800-213-7503. I don't have a stitch of makeup on and my titties are loose, but you know what? We're doing the damn thing. Hello there, my absolutely not beautiful listeners. I want to talk to you about Etsy. Now, you know, I love to shop women, be shopping. I love to get my shop on and I love to shop on Etsy for beautifully made items from independent sellers. Let me tell you something. When it comes to shop small, this is the way to do it. Etsy is so cool. I have found some of the coolest art that I've put in my office. I have found original like trinkets. I found great bachelorette gift ideas, like really thoughtful things, amazing jewelry. I've even had bathing suits made on Etsy. You name it, they've got it. You can shop jackets, jewelry, furniture, art, and more made for all budgets and all occasions. I found this one woman who makes these like sick one piece bathing suits. I sent her my measurement. She made me one. It was amazing. I just, I think Etsy is awesome. And I think it's cool because it's a great place platform for people who are artistic and making wares and doing the damn thing. It's a great place for them to be able to put their stuff up. And listen, if you're new to Etsy, use my code NEW, N-E-W, for 10% off your first purchase. That's code NEW, N-E-W, maximum discount value of $50. Offer ends June 30th, 2023. See terms at Etsy.com slash terms. For home style and gifts, shop Etsy.com. Etsy has it. Again, I love Etsy. It's the best. You're going to love it. Etsy sellers have gifts, style, and home pieces like rugs and sofas, as well as outerwear and accessories. They've got it. Again, go to Etsy.com. That's Etsy.com. You know that macaroni and rigatoni are the two loves of my life. So what do I give them the best of the best? Real talk, no lie. I'm not messing around here. I give them farmer's dog. And my vet was ecstatic when I told her I had them on farmer's dog. She's like, listen, Riggs has no allergy problems. Mac has no allergy problems. Like they have clear coats, clear eyes. It's just great. And the reason I love it is because it isn't processed. Eating processed food for every meal isn't healthy for us. Okay. My dogs are eating better than me. And we all know that. And kibble is subject to multiple rounds of high heat processing, making it ultra processed food. So let's try something fresh. Here's the deal. Feed your 
dog, the farmer's dog. It's real, fresh, healthy food with whole meat and veggies, gently cooked in human-grade kitchens to preserve their nutritional value. And you can get it personalized. So like, Frenchies don't do well with chicken. So neither of my dogs get chicken, but they get everything else. They can get lamb, they can get pork, they can get beef. So it's awesome. I go on the website, I put in how much rigatoni weighs, how much macaroni weighs, and they literally send personalized frozen packs of human grade food. And it's friggin' amazing. I love it. It's just so easy. Also, it's pre-portioned. So the meals arrive pre-portioned, ready to serve packs, conveniently delivered on your schedule, right? And so say if I'm going out of town for like a couple weeks and the dogs are going to boarding or right, or the dogs are coming with me, I can pause it online. It's so easy to do. Convenient and fresh, dog people all across the country have ordered millions of meals from Farmer's Dog. It's never been easier to invest in your dog's health. Get 50% off your first box of fresh, healthy food at farmersdog.com slash absolutely. Plus get free shipping. Just go to thefarmersdog.com slash absolutely. Again, that's thefarmersdog.com slash absolutely. Again, Farmer's Dog is the freaking best and you can get 50% off your first box of fresh, healthy food at thefarmersdog.com slash absolutely. God, I just announced real quick. I have the rest of the shows coming up. Okay, we have... Next weekend, we're going to Dallas. Then I have two shows in Dallas, June, I think, 2nd and 3rd. And then I have two shows in San Francisco at the Palace of Fine Arts Theater. Unbelievable. One of those shows is almost sold out, so get your tickets. And then we have Radio City, and it's going to be the huge, big blowout show. And then we're going to take the summer off, and then we'll be back. I'm also going to be announcing all the fall tour dates and where we're going to shoot the second special. So that will be very exciting. That's going to come a couple weeks after Radio City or a week after. But I'll be in the Hamptons. I might be in Montauk. I don't know if you know this, but my shirt says Montauk. And I plan on being in Montauk. So if you're a hussy who's got old money and you want to meet me at Citarella for a $47 cup of coffee in the morning, you bet your ass I'm going to be there. Anyways, let's get into these voicemails. I want to hear what y'all have been up to. I could just talk all day long. I've been having so much fun just giggling and laughing. And survive. Hey, Heather. Um, I don't really know how to start this other than just saying I'm sorry. Oh. Um, I know that you don't have the best relationship with Auburn, Alabama, but here we freaking go. So I'm a student at Auburn, and I went to Belks the other day just to try on some shorts. So I'm headed down to 30A. As one does. And I know that we both love. So I'm in there trying on shorts in the men's dressing room. Mm-hmm. And lo and behold, what do I see when I look into the corner? A used bloody pad. Mm. Absolutely not. So I go <laughs> tell the people at the front, and they give me 60% off. So oh, love and like to them. Um, but then I go to Plato's Closet because, you know, your man loves the deal. Uh-huh. Goes there, finds a bathing suit that he likes. Before he puts it on, there's pubes in the lining. So what I just found out was that God had it out for me the other Mm -hmm. day, but absolutely not to that whole day. But hope you enjoyed this and come down to Auburn sometime. We'd love to have you. War Eagle. Hey, Weagle, Weagle, War Damn Eagle. Kick him in the butt. Big Blue. Love Auburn. Great times. Wow. Finding a a bloody pad at a bilk is just, honestly, it's kind of on par. And now I'm not saying as as a derogatory term for bilk. I love a bilk. I thrive at a bilk. You know what's nice about a Belk? It's never really connected to a mall. It's a standalone department store, so you don't have to worry about parking in a parking garage. You roll in. They always have a plethora of Jessica Simpson products. Big shout out to my girl Jess, who's always made great shoes for a size 11 and up and a cheddar block foot. Love her. Love her style, too. Jess, you know, whoever was styling you on your book tour uh, did a great job. Love Jess. Always thinking about her. 
But I don't know why that made me think of a bloody pad. But anyways, sir, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you found a loose bloody pad in the dressing room. You know, maybe that is a sign from the Lord that you need to call one of your girlfriends and check in on her. Maybe you were a little rude to one of your friends while she was going through a rough period cycle. I don't know. Maybe we should look inward. And then I'm, you know, then you went to Plato's closet and you said bought a bathing suit. Okay, I am all about recycling, upcycling. I don't see why we cannot, you know, we don't always have to be wasteful with fast fashion. But did you not expect to find a pube in a used bathing suit? Because I don't know what you were expecting there. I, I the, the lining hasn't been changed. I mean, I know, you know, when my when my little cat scratch fever gets caught in a lining, you know, when you get the new bathing suits and it's got that plastic thing, you know, it's got that little sanitary thing. You know how many bitches have put that on? Think about it. If you have ever ordered a bathing suit and returned it, they didn't put a new fresh one in there. Okay, that thing got stuck to everybody else's pussy, just like it got stuck to yours. So I'm sorry you found the pubes in the Plato's closet recycled bathing suit. I'm sorry that you saw, you know, a bloody pad in the in the the belt dressing room. But I really think that's maybe a sign from God for you to maybe call up an old old gal pal and just say, how are you doing? You know, Rachel. I know you're usually just a hot fucking mess this time of month. So what's going on? Maybe that was a little quick universal check-in. Hey, who's got a heavy flow and loves Belk? Rachel does. So maybe that's the sign that the universe was telling you. And then you call Rachel, ring, ring, ring. Hey, Rachel, how you doing? And she's like, not well, bitch. And and that was the sign that sometimes you got to look for those little, little trickles, those little signs from the universe to remember, lead with love. And I love that. That's a beautiful thing. But I love a Belk. Tell you what, they always had the most, the best fucking Clinique counter. If you've ever been to a Belk, all right, they're still, they're, the soul of their business is Clinique. And I don't know when was the last time you bought Clinique, you know, the ultra super moisturizer or that comes in that yellow plastic thing. It was yellow. It was just yellow. If you were in junior high or like when you really started first doing skincare, which I feel like was ninth grade, if you did not have Clinique products, you were uneducated, you were unfashionable. You basically had a whore of a mother, okay? And I remember all the other girls had Clinique and my mom used some like, you know, she would just break open fish oil capsules and put them in a a squeezy bottle and then spray it all over her face because, you know, Robin's been all natural for her whole fucking life. And I remember begging my mom to take me to go get Clinique. And then I, you know, you get the free sample with purchase. You get the happy cologne and my mom hated the smell of it she's like it's giving me a headache and I was so jealous of the girls who wore happy I was just like they're happy they're happy mom and I smell like fucking omega-3s but I you know what I lived for curve dude I would go to the belt counter and I get that curve or the Mugler the angel loved that shit and Mugler angel I mean everybody's aunt wore it but that was kind of like high-end fashion. I mean, if you were Coco Chanel, you were like, reesh. But I remember everybody had that, that Clinique goodie bag. You would go buy the moisturizer, which was like $30, which you basically set, set your house on fire. I mean, outrageous prices. And then you would get your little samples and you get the gloss and you get the face wash. Oh my God. I'd never felt more adult than when I first got my like little set of Clinique products. And all their makeup bags were like a pewter color. It'd be like kind of an off-white bag with like, you know, like kind of like orangey yellow daisies on it. And you're like, this is the ugliest fucking bag I've ever seen in my life. But it's just filled with like cool high school rich girl shit. 
you would just, oh, you would just get in the car at belts. And you're like, oh, shit, I left my bloody pad in, in the men's dressing room because I was trying on men's golf clothes because that's the only thing that fit me to wear to golf practice. Yeah. OK. Hey, guess what, sir? It was my pad. I'm sorry. Were you there last week? Yeah, I've been on the road. It was my pad. I left it. I'm on my period. And I apologize. It slipped out. I forgot. Should have put it back on. And you know what Jeff thinks? Pads stick to your pussy skin and not the inside lining of your pants. Anyways, I don't know why. They just made me thought like happy, youthful times. I would, I loved a belt. Oh, and they had really good Ralph Lauren. They had a bunch of other brands. But man, if you, if you don't enjoy a belt, you need to look inward. If you didn't enjoy a discount at a belt and you went and bought a walk hole bra in the back because you were 16 and had triple D's, then I don't want to talk to you. You didn't live the same life as me. Okay? Thank you. Let's get to the next voicemail. Hi, Heather. I'm calling from Cincinnati, Ohio. I'm mm-hmm. going to stay anonymous for this. Um, I've seen you in Cincinnati twice. I came to Lexington for your special. I'm a big fan. Mm. My absolutely not is leaving your vibrator at a relative's house. Oh, yeah. I was dog sitting for my sister-in-law's brother. Sister-in-law's brother. And I got home and my vibrator's not in my bag, which means I left it at their house. Where? I don't know. Um, If they saw it, I don't know. I'm mortified. What do I do? Please help me. I Mm -hmm. have to see these people for the rest of my life. Help me out. See ya. Okay. I got to be honest with you. It It's done. Life is over. Call the witness protection. Better call Saul. Ooh, how do you, first of all, what makes you feel horny being at your sister-in-law's brother's house? I mean, what kind of creep? You dog sitting how long? You couldn't, you couldn't just wait till you got home. You had to bring the, the toolkit because you're a sexual pervert. What do you, what do you, you know, dog sitting the schnauzer and that thing's probably staring at you at the end of the bed. I mean, unbelievable. You couldn't just hold off for a week. But anyways, I will not sex shame or kink shame, you know, because sometimes schnauzers can stare at you and just uh, I can't even describe it. But what do you do? What do you do? Well, you don't claim it. It's absolutely not yours. You make a joke. You say, I actually found that. This is what you do. If anybody calls you out on it, you go, no, actually, I was going to say something. I'm, I found that in the drawer and I didn't want to say anything. Was it like the purple one? Yeah, I didn't want to say anything. I thought that was yours. Oh, wait, wait. But then this might stir the pot like if it isn't like the sister-in-law's brother's wife's. You know what I mean? Like this, oh, this could start family turmoil in a fun way, but you do not claim that. You do not say that is mine. Oh, oopsie daisy. I'm blushing. No, no, no. You're like, I found that. I found that. And the next thing you know, you're going to get a call from the sister-in-law's brother's wife. That's like, do you think Mark has been seeing anybody like extra or whatever? You know what I mean? Immediately, you're going to start a World War III with the family. I think you sit back and watch it start a little, you know, ruffle some feathers, see what happens. And then right before it gets to the the line of demarcation is when she's like, that's it, I'm divorcing you. That's when you're like, guys, it was mine. I was just kidding. And, but you at least, you at least drag that till Halloween. I mean, that's a, that's a great family prank. I love a family prank like that. You know what I mean? Just not owning up to the fact that you're a pervert and couldn't wait till you got home to jerk off 
while your dog's sitting. I have never once been horning around dogs, okay? I've never once been like, yeah, this is so much fun hanging out at Mark and Linda's house. You know, everything smells a little mothy. They don't have comfortable sheets because they don't live to the lifestyle I like to, which is hotel luxury linen lifestyle. You know what I mean? Their Apple TV's all fucked up. I mean, you just take two trazodones and you fall asleep. So I don't know. I think you don't claim it. You blame it on somebody else and then wait and see how much it stirs a pot at the family dinner. And then, you know, or maybe they just roll with it. Or, or, or if you need it back because you're cheap, you volunteer again to dog sit like very soon. You know what? I just had so much fun. You know, I actually really loved your house. Your Apple TV was like, do you guys have a frame TV? It's like very crisp. And then you volunteer to come over just to hang out. And then you just run upstairs and you grab that vibrator and you throw it, you know, in a large poncho. Wear a very oversized poncho. And then you hit the trail and you tell no one. But good luck to you. Just leave your vibrators at home, you perverts. Let's get to the next voicemail. Hey, Heather, it's Melissa. So I have an absolutely not to open caskets. And also an absolutely not to every single boomer that walks through the line, looks at the corpse and says, they look good. Like, they absolutely fucking do not look good. Mm -hmm. They look like a melted candle, waxy, pale, dead version of who they were. Like, can we all agree, get Gen X, Y, Z, millennials. All to agree that once the boomers are out, we are going <laughs> to stop doing open casket. Love and light. I love that you just said once the boomers are out. You know what I mean? Like, we got another, I think we got another 20 years. We really do. A lot of them survived the war. So if you think that they're going to survive like the fifth round of COVID, they will. I mean, here's the thing. I absolutely agree with you. That's why we cremated my dad. I have been to, unfortunately, more wakes and, you know, funerals than I'd like to admit in the recent years. And I I never want to go up to the body. I've never understood that. When they stuff it, they put the makeup on. You know what they look? They look dead. They look they look dead. Okay. Two thumbs down dead. I, I don't want that. You know what I mean? I want you to, you know, as I'm dying, take a couple less screenshots just so I look good. But then I want you to let me go. I don't want to be propped up. I mean, at least if you're going to do, make sure I have full eyelash extensions, hair blowout, and like an ethnically, you know, ambiguous spray tan. I want people to come to my funeral and go, was she Dominican? And you're like, no, she sure wasn't. That's how tan I want to be at my my funeral, which you also know will have a Calypso band. I've done a little investigating. I think I want to be buried in a box, naturally decompose and turn into mulch and then like, you know, blossom into a cherry tree or maybe a peach tree because I'm from Georgia. That would be nice and niche. Yeah, I've never understood that. I also don't, there's, listen, there's always one fucking weirdo who just hangs over by Uncle Carl. You know what I mean? Who lingers a little too close to the casket, who touches, you know, you know, you got that one cousin, that one cousin, Terry, who just was an indoor kitty. And, you know, went to space camp, but had to come home after two days at space camp because he kept wet in the bed. And, you know, he just can't let it go. It's not even like, it's not even his dad. It's not even his uncle. We just call him Cousin Terry because, you know, he's like the third, third cousin stepson. And everyone's like, oh, Terry's in the corner being weird again. You know, you know what I mean? And he's like, 
eating a half, just kind of gnawing on a chicken salad sandwich that was a past hors d'oeuvre at the, at the wake. And he's just standing there behind the corpse of Uncle Carl, just, just sucking on that soft croissant side of that, at that chicken salad sandwich. I just, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going back to funerals. You know, one of, somebody came to my dad's funeral, one of my dad's buddies, he was so high. He had no idea that we had cremated my father and there was a giant urn at the funeral. And he came up and he was like, where's the body? And I just said, John, the body's in there, that vase, because we cremated him. You knew this. You knew, you know of this. And he was like, oh, so I don't get to say goodbye. And I said, say goodbye, John. He's right there. Say, John, say goodbye. There's Kyle. There's Kyle right there. Say goodbye. You want to take a spoonful of ashes? Snort him. I don't care what you do with it. But no, we didn't put my father, who was too fat for the casket, I wasn't going to, you know, bring in two spray tanners to then upcharge me to make him look nice and bright in a master sweater. No, I wasn't going to do that to my father. And I hope you don't do that to me. Put up my headshots, you know, put up the, the photos of me accepting my Emmy and maybe have a replay on, you know, on a wall that looks like it's a, a funky, like modern museum. You know, they'll always have like a projector just replaying something over and over again in like a dark corner. Have my Oscars acceptance speech over there. Bits from my stand-up specials. But if you think that I want you to be able to come up and say, you know what, she looks bloated. I'd, I'd so much rather kill myself. I'd rather come back to life and then kill myself. I want to be in a box, under a tree, in some mulch, and then fruit forward. I'd like to produce, maybe put me in a vineyard. You know how nice it'd be to, to go from, you know, God says from ashes to ashes, from dust to dust, from ashes to ashes, to a nice Riesling. I'd like to be in a vineyard and grow the grapes that I become a Riesling. So then every time you drink me when you're having a long, hard day, you go, you know what it smells like? That bitch. That's what I would like. So again, I'm, I would like my attorney, now that we have this on video and audio recording, I would like my remains to end up in some sort of vineyard so that everybody can drink a little piece of me and just have a little touch of cuntiness go down their throat so they can remember, you know what? That bitch was funny. All right? But I agree. I agree. I don't understand this. I don't understand. Why do we got to, you know, why do we got to do this to Aunt Linda? Why? Aunt Linda, she doesn't deserve it. She had rosacea for the last 10 years anyways. You know, and then she was doing the dialysis treatment that just flared her up. She lost her eyelashes. Like, listen, what are we doing? We come into this world naked. And if you bet your ass I'm going out naked. Actually, that would be the only other thing. Fully nude. Tits up, tits out, bush out, spread eagle. Here I am. That's the only other way. Face down, ass up. I got a great ass. I have a fantastic ass. Thicker on the back but I got a great heart-shaped ass. And you know what? That's how I would go. Face down, ass up, RIP. Rest in pussy. Okay, let's get to the next voicemail. These are great. You guys are bringing the heat. Heather, girl, I need you to weigh in. This is Lindsay from Mississippi. I have a sweet French bulldog named Nola who loves to come with me on rides. So we ended up at Walmart pickup. Yeah, And, you know, Frenchies, they have that sweet little moist muzzle that you just love so much. Love it so, so much. I look back in my review mirror as she's hanging out of the car and the delivery person is kissing her on her mouth 
rubbing his beard and nuzzling his face into her for far too long. I'm going to say maybe two minutes. I was watching this in my review mirror. Gave me the absolute ick. I feel <laughs> like there should be consent with kissing another person's dog yeah. on the mouth. Mm-hmm. What do I do now? Bring her home, wash her face. Can't put antibacterial on her sweet little nuzzle as it will become raw. So I yeah. need to weigh in on this. I feel like this is an absolutely not yeah. uh, to just going in and raw dogging another dog that's not yours. I agree. On the mouth in their personal space. Weigh in, please. Love and light, girl. Love and light, honey. That's an absolutely not. I'd say consent is consent is consent. You can't raw dog a raw dog. Do you know what I'm saying? Now, I would like for you to make an exception if I see a brachycephalic dog, a boxer, a pug, a Frenchie, an English, an American bulldog. I would like for you to maybe, you know, I have like a little badge, a little pen that says, hey, also another owner. And I, you would allow me to raw dog your dog because I give the open I get the wet kisses. You know, I just, I just love the doggies. I just keep the kisses and I just, and I should have learned my lesson. I should have learned my lesson because my sweet rigatoni, I don't know what it is, but he loves to go into where he'll break in into where Delta's litter box is and just munch on a cat turd. <laughs> That's disgusting. He will just, Throw one down the hatch. And last night, we're in bed. I wipe his little folds. We're doing our little nightly routine. And he comes up to give me a little kiss. And it is full cat turd. And I realized he has, he's, he got in the box. And it was the most foul, disgusting. I washed my face. I, I scrubbed my tongue. And I just realized that was disgusting. So I'm even with my own child having to take a step back and realize maybe the dog kisses are getting a little too aggressive. I agree, though. Anybody who wants to give kisses to your dog without consent, no means no. You know, but I, please allow me to do it with your dog because I have a bulldog, too. Yeah, that's that's a no. Did you see that fucking creepy fucking thing with the Dalai Lama who that kid came up and they were like head to head. And I thought he was like, you know, giving him a pep pep talk like you're a good kid or like, hey, buddy, like just completely platonic. And then he says, suck my tongue like fucking just absolute fucking creep. Okay, we don't stand for it. But that's uh, yeah. Yeah. Just in general, whether it's an animal, whether it's just everybody don't put your mouth near my mouth. Or anyone's mouth. I mean, a kid's a whole nother situation. That's absolutely fucking perverted. But yeah, it's too much. It's too much. You know, and I've got a little touch of eczema now on the bottom of the chin from letting, I had no idea Riggs was just had been full, full in a litter box. And then just, you know, he, I didn't see the shine. I didn't see it happen. So I gave him about two greenies and brushed his teeth and I still can't look at him the same. And he slept at the end of the bed. He knew, he knew that I knew that that was fucking disgusting. So, I mean, I'm making it about me as always, but I think, yeah, I think you should have said, why are you, why are you tongue to tongue? Why are you raw dog and my dog? Unacceptable. I don't go up to your chinchilla or your fucking snake because you know, you know, that guy probably has a snake at home. You know, he's a weirdo with a snake. Anybody who has a house snake, no, they should not be allowed to vote. I said it. If you're one of those people who's got a house snake, enough. Enough. If you decided it was a good idea to, you know, domesticate a python, and you know, you always see the stories. I I don't know where 
I don't know where Roger went. And you're like, who's Roger? My python. How did you lose the fucking python? I got a tarantula. I don't know where Cheryl went. How do you not know where the fucking tarantula is? You know where I know? Where my pets are all the time. I have a air tag on them. I'm up their ass. But apparently I didn't know where Riggs was when he was in Delta's litter box. Anyways, that's disgusting. Everyone's now judging me. But regardless, if you're one of those people who's domesticated a any sort of, I mean, a lizard's fine. Even a bearded dragon's fine. But if you're a snake or a spider kind of kid, I no, enough. I don't know what to say to you. Absolutely not. I'm sorry your dog was mouth raped by this delivery man. And you know what? Also, maybe you should tell your dog to, uh, you know, what stranger danger means. So I don't know. We're all just doing the best we can. And if I see your dog, Nola, I believe you said your dog's name was Nola. Very cute. I will also try and give kisses. All right, let's get to the next voicemail. Hey, Heather, this is Rosina from Ohio, a.k.a. the Florida of the North. Mm -hmm. And I have a big absolutely not. Absolutely not to self-checkout taking over every grocery store. I just spent over $200 at the grocery store and had to check out every goddamn item by myself. I do not have the skills to do this. I had an overflowing cart that I couldn't even put my purse in because I had so much stuff. My heirloom tomatoes are likely getting squashed by mm. my two liter of fresca that I bought to make a little spritzer when I get home. Mm-hmm. And I just, I just can't deal with it. What if you're old? What if you have a broken arm? What if you can't read? Not everyone can do a self-checkout. <laughs> but with that many goddamn groceries, I do not have the time or day to check them all out and put them in a bag. And you know, during COVID, everyone said respect all of our essential workers, the grocery workers, the cashiers, they were doing the Lord's work. Yeah. And I think they've all been laid off now because these goddamn computers are taking over. So to add insult to injury, when I likely get laid off from a white collar job due to AI in a couple years, (laughs) I won't even able to get a job at the motherfucking grocery store, which was my dream job as Mm -hmm. a child, because it's only theft checkout. So in sum, fuck computers. I'm out. Love you. Bye. You know what? I think you should have performed at, you know, an MIT, you should have been MIT valedictorian and said, good luck, graduates, fuck computers. Everything about that is so on the nose. Absolutely not to self-checkout. I agree. I never choose self-checkout because what happens is I get everything in the cart and you know, the area that they give you to bag the shit is like a quarter of the size of the regular checkout area. So you're telling me I got to take two boxes of tampons, you know, a, a Swiffer wet jet, and I don't know, a box of Kleenex and somehow juggle all of that and then have a one by one inch radius to then put it in the bag. And then, you know, it's got, it's on like that weight thing. So if it doesn't feel like you you put in the, the proper amount of stuff and like some maybe you want to carry your Swiffer wet jet because it doesn't go in the bag. And then it's like, you know, got to see a cashier. And then you got to call the manager over and they're like, why are you tr- trying to put a Swiffer wet jet in a plastic bag and you go because the thing said I had to put it in the bag and then you're stressed and sweating and there's 400 people in line behind you who also think that they have degrees from MIT and that they can do it enough I agree with the AI you know what I mean next thing you know you can have a robot telling you how to feel do you think a robot could ever give you a deep tissue massage and tell you about their baptism saved in the blood of Christ no you couldn't you know who could Tamara my friend that I met today 
I'll tell you what, I'm a, I'm anti AI. I also saw this article about this guy who apparently like he was like spearheading. He was one of the scientists who created AI, and he said that he gravely regrets it. <laughs> I am I don't have a source on it. I just saw it on Instagram the other day. It was like a New York Times post. He gravely regrets it. I hate self checkout. I love having the conversation with the guy at Trader Joe's. I love every time I'm at Trader Joe's, I'm like, how are these dill pickle chips? They're like fucking fantastic. You know what I mean? I like saying, did you try, is the halloumi cheese back in? And they're like, no, it's out of season. I go, this is why I love Trader Joe's because y'all only have seasonal stuff. You're not pushing out of season halloumi on me. I appreciate that. I appreciate having real conversations with folks. I like when somebody says, well, you know, you shouldn't, these razors suck. Yeah, these razors are terrible. You know what? Stay here. Stay here. I'm going to go get the better razors. I like that. But nothing pisses me off more at the self-checkout. They give you a literal, almost like a doily pad size area for you then to put your shit in the bag. I'm swiping the thing six times, waiting for the beep. And then God forbid you got a coupon. I mean, I haven't, I love a coupon, but God forbid you got to then take out your pocketbook, go through your Rolodex coupons, forget it. You don't have that shit strapped to your chest or on a tool belt. It's not going to happen. Oh, God, every time I do self-checkout, I scan two items. It's like, please see manager. Ring bell for manager. And then somebody comes over and like, what'd you do? And I'm like, I just was trying to get the Swiffer wet jet in a bag because it said everything then had to be placed in the bag. And they're like, you're an idiot. And I'm like, I know. I just, I have, I have a theater degree. And they're like, well, you're still stupid, but you can go. <laughs> like, okay, great. So now he's just insulted. I, I feel low. I feel like I'm not filled with the light of the Lord. And eventually computers are going to take our jobs. You know what? There's this thing right now that AI, I, oh, I saw this prank. This is a, hey, real quick, quick safety heads up. So I saw this thing. I'm like, was it 2020, 60 minutes? I don't know. One of those. Where AI now can listen to your voice and get your voice, right? So they can listen to five minutes of my podcast episode. Hear my voice and then call people as my voice in the same tone, texture, cadence, volume, all of it. And that's terrifying. That is absolutely fucking terrifying. I already get the calls where it's, it's where I get hacked. So it'll say mom, it'll say mom's calling me on my phone and I go to answer it and no one's there. And then my mom will immediately call me back and I'll answer it again. Hello, hello. My mom's like, did you just try and call me? I'm like, no, you just called me. And neither of us called each other, but it's the way that they can literally go into your phone, hack it so it says someone's name. So it'll say Jeff's calling you and it's not Jeff. It's not Jeff. You know what I mean? That's terrifying. Didn't mean to really shake us all to our core. But all I'm saying is you go to the Apple store and you buy a new iPad Maybe bring some holy water and say, you know, sage that bitch. Say, I don't want any bad juju coming from this iPad. All I'm trying to do is download a couple apps and watch, you know, RuPaul's Drag Race. Like, let a bitch live. Yeah, self-checkout's the most frustrating thing on the planet. It's unbelievable. You know, and I love, I love being self-help. I love self-care. But I also want to help, you know, the employees at Target. I want to go there and say, Hey, hey, Brenda, how are you? Good to see you. How are things? How are your kids? 
oh, damn, they're still redoing this this indoor Starbucks, aren't they? They've been redoing it for a while. I don't drink Starbucks, so yeah, I burnt my grundle there a couple years ago, so I'm I'm a little bitter about it. But you know, self checkout. What's next? Self podcasting. <laughs> yeah, next thing you know, AI is going to be doing podcasting. Well, I dare you. I dare you, computers, to be as as quick on your toes, as thoughtful as I don't know, just filled with humor and joy and the tears of trauma. I dare you. I dare you. Wow. That got threatening. I don't even know how to, I don't even own an iPad. I don't even know how to use this computer in front of me, but you know what? One day they're going to take over. How do we stop it? I don't know yet, but when I figure it out, I will be spearheading that operation. Speaking of which, go to my website, heatherontour.com, www.heatherontour.com to get tickets. Again, we are wrapping up for the end of the summer. We are hitting two shows in Dallas next weekend, two shows in San Francisco, and then we are going to the one, the only Radio City Music Hall. We only have a few tickets left. Get your tickets. It's going to be a Lollapalooza, Radio City Palooza. It's going to be absolutely insane. And then we're going to kick off the fall leg of the tour in August and Vegas and announce the other dates and the second special and all of that jazz. So get very excited about that. I love you. I mean it. I'm glad we could go through these voicemails. I hope you had a wonderful holiday weekend and I will see you guys this weekend in Dallas. Let's hit it. All right, Gucci gang. I love you. I mean it. Arrivederci. Ciao, Bella. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate us, and leave a review. And as always, follow me on Instagram at Heather K. McMahon. See you guys soon. note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.